Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA, SIPC, Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next. This material is not intended as an offer, solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update, brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the stock market, the economy, and the world of personal finance. We are your co-hosts, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies, independent financial advisors of Texas Hill Country Advisors, located right here in beautiful Kerrville, Texas. And it's about 9.30 a.m. We've got financial news and notes for you this morning. If you saw our episode yesterday that we did in the afternoon, it was post uh, the Fed's interest rate decision, as well as Jerome Powell's press conference. So we're going to mention that uh, a a little bit today, Uh, but we talked about it in yesterday's episode, so you can go look that up as well if you're interested in our dialogue on that. Um, But we do have some uh, economic data that was released this week and more to come tomorrow, so let's talk about that. So uh, the markets closed mixed yesterday, but relatively muted um, considering yesterday was Fed Day and we got an interest rate decision from the Fed to actually hike rates. So the Dow notched its 13th day for gains in a row. The S&P and NASDAQ were down slightly on the day. And so far this morning, uh, everything has been positive uh, so far in today's trading session, even though we're only about an hour in. On the economic front, of course, the Fed raised interest rates by the quarter percent. That was widely expected to happen yesterday, and it did, in fact, happen. Uh, There were some uh, little tidbits that Jerome Powell, uh, you know, had to say in his in his uh, press conference that followed that were, um, you know, relative to what's going on and maybe to their to their path forward as far as what uh, to expect for from the Fed as far as hiking interest rates. And uh, we really think that this is probably the last one that they'll do uh, this year. They may or may not raise again. Um, and if they do, it might only be one more time. The market is expecting us to be where we are currently at with the interest rate hike from yesterday already baked into the mix by the end of the year. So the market thinks that we're not going to budge from the current rate uh, that the Fed has set as of right now, uh, between now and the end of the year. Um, but there is a slight chance that that could change depending on economic data that comes in between now and the end of the year um, and anything else that we cannot uh, dream up currently. Right. So uh, the Fed does meet uh, September. September 20th is their next meeting. So they will have two inflation reports between now and then. Also a flood of economic data for all of July and even parts of August before they actually meet in September. One of the inflation reports that is due out is due tomorrow morning here. Uh, and that is PCE personal consumption expenditures. That's the one we get at the it's the it's two of two that we get every single month at the back end of the month for the previous month. And that is due out tomorrow morning, along with personal income and personal spending. So we get some consumer data that will be released tomorrow morning as well. So we had an action packed week this week in markets in uh, the market. The equity market is not letting up. We've since the beginning of July. One of the things Gilbert and I have been talking about is since the beginning of July, after the close out of the first half of 2023 in the second quarter, Quarter um, of 2023, the markets uh, had a really good uh, month. 
as far as July is uh, concerned. So the the other thing that we'll mention just real quick is that we did get second quarter GDP data in this morning. Uh, hot off the press, it came in at 2.4%. So it was a positive number. Uh, doesn't seem like there's a recession on the horizon anytime soon, uh, but we'll just have to continue to sit and wait to really see if that actually materializes with the backdrop of higher interest rates, especially now that we're at the highest level of interest rates since uh, it, well, in 2020, in 22 years. So um, it's been a while since we've been uh, at this level. We're basically uncharted territory, uh, you know, and we think that it's it's going to be a new era. Uh, it's going to be a new era for the stock market, for the U.S. economy, um, because, you know, we're in uncharted territory right now. So uh, we have if, if you look at a if you look at a yield chart, I always thought this was interesting. If you look at some kind of uh, chart like this is a 10 year U.S. Treasury. And if we go to go to all the way back to 1984, you can clearly see that interest rates for in the 10 year Treasury is a benchmark interest rate. So um, it's just the one that I'm picking on is hedged all and edged all the way down, just lower and lower and lower after decade after decade. And finally, we've had this little pop right here at the end. And uh, markets are going to have to get used to that. They're going to have to get comfortable with the fact that we have higher rates and it looks like the Fed's going to leave them there intentionally uh, for longer than expected. So um, that's kind of the rundown I got for you this morning. Gilbert, what you got to add this morning off the back of that? You know, it's it's a head scratcher what the Dow is doing anyway. Um, you know, we've had this record breaking series of new um, or, or positive closings for the past 13 days. And, and if you look at the market right now, it looks like it might be 14 days in a row. Um, cr- crazy good for the Dow. I, I think it's it's tricky, though, to look at the Dow as the indicator to watch the most because it is only an index of 30 stocks. The S&P is probably a more appropriate measure to look at. But the Dow has the, has the most... Uh, the, the, it, it's the one that people focus the most on for, for whatever reason, because it's probably the biggest, the most well-known, and it is the New York Stock Exchange. So that, that's the one that everybody focuses on. Uh, obviously, the S&P is probably a better indicator of what's going on in the broader market. Uh, but, you know, you can't discount the fact that there's been some pretty big moves in the Dow, and which is fantastic. It, it's really, really been helpful. Um, now, yeah, they're blue chip stocks. Yeah, man. they're but, huge, enormous they're the companies. Big guys. And yesterday, I think uh, you know, Boeing had a very, very good day. They had some good news, so Boeing was very strong yesterday. It was up almost ten percent, and they're a big component of the Dow. So maybe that's what helped the Dow yesterday. I don't know. Um, could could be, but I will say this: that uh, I, I did hear on the news yesterday that there's a lot of talk already that the Feds are going to maybe skip an interest rate rise in September, September 20th, like you said, Andrew, is yeah. the day that they meet next. But they have two more meetings for the end of the year, um, one in November, beginning of November, and then December 13th, I think, is the other date that they have. So, you know, even if they skip September and raise in November, that that probably wouldn't be unheard of. Um, and, and it's kind of what the Fed laid out back in June when they made their rate announcement that, they probably had two more rate rises in the tank. Uh, who knows? I think yesterday you and me were talking. I, I I vote for. I'm in the camp that they're going to raise rates one more time. You're in the camp that they're not going to. Yeah. So cool. Let Let's see what happens. Um, we'll We'll owe each other a dollar. Uh, whoever's right. Yeah. <laughs> but and of course we won't know until until it's over and done. Um, one other thing I'll 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 throw out there though, or or two other things I'll throw out there is. 
keep an eye on gas prices. As, as we said earlier in the week, gas prices have been slowly but surely ticking up over the past couple of weeks. That's always an issue because for most of us, the thing that we notice the most is gas prices and, and oil prices have been going up. So gas prices are going up. Um, that's always a, a curveball because energy prices, as we've said before, are always volatile. And if if we don't see fuel prices level out and drop off a little bit, people are going to start grumbling really, really hard because it's it's the thing that they notice the most. And I can see the Circle K from our window yeah, here. Yeah, and it's at three forty-five. Yes, it it uh, and that's for regular gas. Yeah, and Hell, oil's bumping up against almost bumping up against eighty. It's up today already, and uh, the futures contracts are sitting at seventy-nine and change. Yes, yes, and and of course, you know, three weeks ago, gas was three dollars a gallon. It was two ninety-nine, um, and now it's three forty-five. And if that doesn't get your attention, you know, you're just not paying attention. The other thing I'll I'll talk about is uh, keep in mind that. There's a lot of things going on that, you know, are, are, are bubbling beneath the surface, I guess if you, you could say. Uh, unemployment, that's a big factor. It, it's it's still almost historically, is historically <laughs> uh, low, um, Does, still has remained that way, even yeah. with higher interest rates so far. Strong job market is, is making it very, very difficult for it, it's going to make things very difficult for the Fed to get back to their 2 percent inflation target. Um, until we see that job market start to weaken a little bit and unemployment go up, it's going to be very, very hard for them to get back to that 2% on inflation rate. Uh, will it be done? Maybe. Um, the other thing I'll, I'll point out is, and we we talked about this the other day too, um, I guess so it, it wasn't one thing or two things, it's three things. The third thing is, uh, keep in mind the report that we talked about the other day from Business Insider from Bank of America, the note they issued that said that they think that the U.S. consumer is pretty close to being tapped out in, as far as their savings goes. Yes. Um, you know, during the COVID period, we had a lot of government stimulus. A lot of people after 2008 were doing a really good job of increasing their savings rate, paying down debts. And those things don't tend to really help out the economy very much, but um, it, it sure does help them in a rainy day. And you know, if, if you don't think COVID was a rainy day, well, uh, I, I hate to tell you, but COVID was a really bad rainy day. But because the government stimulus and additional government spending happened, it, it ad just added to the consumer's ability to weather that storm. And I, I think it's fair to say that the consumer weathered COVID pretty well, uh, partly due to government stimulus, but also partly due to the fact that they learned a lot of lessons in 08 and had increased their savings and reduced their debt um, over the previous few years after 2008 uh, up until 2020. But now, at least according to Bank of America, they're saying that uh, the U.S. consumer has wiped out about $5 trillion in excess savings that they yeah. had built up. And they think that the consumer is is pretty much going to hit a brick wall here in the next few months and not be able to continue spending. So that might mean over the next three to six months, we might have a increase in the unemployment rate, which which on one hand would be helpful for in the inflation fight. On the other hand, uh, if you start to see unemployment go up, that could mean consumer spending starts to slow down, which means a possible recession into 24 
Um, I, I don't know that I buy recession in 25 or 26, but who knows? Um, it, it could just mean that, that things are going to be changing as we go down the road here for the next few months. And a recession wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing in the world. It's just a slowdown in the economy. Um, and, and as we've said before, we think that if we do have a recession, that the recession would probably be short and shallow. Um, so don't, don't let the word recession scare you or freak you out. Uh, there's still good opportunities out there uh, because interest rates are at all-time or historic highs, at least for the past 40 years. Uh, there, there's still some good opportunities to lock in consistent steady income and, and higher coupons than you could have gotten the other day, um, years ago. So, yeah, and, and you know, the other thing about the consumer, I think, you know, we have the student loan stuff that's coming due in, what, October? Mm-hmm. Um, we're staring that down in the face, and you know, and it's like if if – we have, as as U.S. consumers, have depleted a lot of our savings, and then things are going to, you know, it's like kind of like the stimulus has, has kind of run out at this point. And if that happens, it might accelerate the slowdown. We'll get the latest pulse on consumer uh, spending and personal income tomorrow morning uh, for the month of uh, June, and we'll see how that fared. Uh, but it could be a double whammy where if if spending has really slowed down, um, America's uh, Americans' uh, savings are, are at a depleted level, um, and then inflation is still sticky. Uh, you know, it might accelerate things into a recession or into some kind of slowdown mode, uh, but doesn't seem like it's happening yet. So the latest, you know, like we said, the the Q2 GDP was at 2.4 percent, um, and we'll get the first peek into how the consumer is faring for um, the upcoming second half of the year tomorrow. So. Um, okay, guys, I think that'll do it for us today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning. We've got key economic data coming out tomorrow morning, so be on the lookout for that video. Please interact with us, share our content. helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube most weekdays. The stock market is open in all places podcasts are possible, including Spotify. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will catch you back here tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday.